the trees are blooming, bears are coming out of hibernation, allergies are wrecking lives, and the film studios are about to make a whole lot of money. We're talking up the big summer blockbuster films this week on the show, Lights, Camera, Podcast. This is Zach on Film. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Zach on Film. I hope you had a great week. Hope you watched some great films. Because this week we're going to give you a preview of all the big summer blockbusters that are going to be coming out in summer 2015. Now, I know Furious 7's kind of already kicked it off. Kind of like a pre-burn to the full throttle that is Avengers Age of Ultron. But we're going to start our predictions and talk, uh, talk centered around... Uh, Age of Ultron, starting right there, and right off the gate, pretty much, uh, Steven makes a bold claim that Avengers Age of Ultron is going to make upwards of $2 billion. Uh, I kind of went along with that, and I sat back and thought after recording for the next couple days, I go, you know what? I don't think he's right. I think it's going to drop off like all other sequels to major blockbusters. But if it does make more money than Avengers, that would be amazing. That kind of bucked the trend of franchise films. These multiple films I've been releasing lately. Uh, the sequels don't make as much as the original, which I always find kind of odd, especially when they're good. Like Everyone loved Avengers, so it would be surprising that it wouldn't make as much money, but it's probably not going to. I don't think it is. I think it's going to make $1.2 billion. It's going to be about $300 million less uh, than the first one. That's what I think it's it's going to come in at. I think it's going to come out over a billion, but that's what I think it's going to come in at. Uh, That's enough teaser for this conversation, enough giving it away. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Steven, Matthew, and myself, here we go. Guys, did you smell that in the air? Do you smell it? Do you smell it? It's blockbuster season. Oh, is that what that was? It was. I thought it was Matthew. I thought Steven had kimchi again. Oh, man, I hate kimchi. All of those horrible, horrible smells that I wouldn't wish upon my sister. Hey! But the smell we're talking about is blockbuster season. (laughs) Uh, For the sake of this discussion, we're going to say... Oh, so you're talking about stinkers. You're talking about stinkers like Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. You know, some films get uh, sequels. Why? I, I, I don't know. Money, I guess. But uh, there are, I think, what I would consider a couple stinkers hidden among uh, a lot of money makers this uh, blockbuster season, much like there is every summer. There is literally a movie called Trainwreck coming out. That actual one looks funny uh, with Amy Schumer mm-hmm. and uh, LeBron James yeah. and Bill Hader. Yeah. I love her. She is yes, funny. Yes, she's hell. great. Uh, that movie looks good. So we're looking at everything that kicks off from May 1st until uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, really, you kind of get the pre-blockbuster thing now yeah. in, in right April. right here because yeah. uh, Furious 7 yeah, just, just hit box office. $145 and million making, dollars making last some weekend. sweet kush. Yeah. Uh, so Isn't that what? code word for drugs? Sometimes I like to, to change the pronunciation of the A on cash just so oh, I can sound okay. pretty hip. Kush, I'm pretty sure, is something that you roll up and smoke. Yeah, and the way I not that I would know, not that you would know that. Although Kansas is a Wichita, I did see was uh, it's on the bill looking to ease up some of the restrictions. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, we could take that Fury Seven money and buy a lot of Kush. 
Yes. Uh, yes no. You could. You could. There's no. no nothing yes, stopping you anyone. You could. They could invest that all into 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 big weed pharma out in California. Thanks and for just, joining <laughs> us for the last episode of Zach on Film, everybody. Well, there's nothing wrong with medical marijuana. Yeah. Just ask my they dad. They have that in California. Yes. They do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Medical yeah. marijuana is yep. a big deal there. So uh, May first. Yes. Kicking it off, mm-hmm. big style. Mm. The Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, man. <laughs> I cannot We've wait. I finally watched the latest trailer of Age of Ultron. Uh huh. The one and I had the strangest, strangest moment. What was your strange moment? It opens with well, the one that I saw. It may not be the latest, latest one. Opens with a James Spader narration. Mm-hmm. And Spader, I'm, I'm, I'm all I can picture is Steph from Pretty in Pink coming to destroy the Avengers if, with his big fluff back hair, and it's it's terrifying to me. If you watch it up on major spoilers, that that is the final trailer that they released. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't actually think I've watched that one yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got a whole yeah. thing with uh, Black Widow riding around on Captain America's motorcycle and scooping up his uh, shield, and then Cap is being hung off the edge of like a tanker truck by Ultron, and then she slides underneath and flings up the shield, and oh, he man. grabs it and punches Ultron, and then we cut to something else. Do Avengers. they give? Do they give away the movie? Marvel think, does this. I think if you watch all of the trailers, somebody's actually done this, where they've taken what they believe the story order to be, yeah, <laughs> and they've taken all the trailers and bits that have been released and edited it together for in like a it's about a eight to ten minute mm-hmm. piece, and it does give away a lot of stuff. And you know, awesome. uh, over at Major Spoilers Video, our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video, I've been doing the Lego Lego unboxing and builds, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a whole thing called. Hulkbuster Smash is a set, and it's got <laughs> Scarlet Witch as being a quote-unquote bad person in this. Oh, no. You get, in all of the sets, you get all of the various Ultrons that appear in the movie. So you can see <laughs> the evolution of Ultron from Ultron Mark One to Ultron Prime or whatever that awesome. they're calling him. So, yeah, I mean, there's a Ultron lot of spoilers out there for every movie, I think. Even even something as, as simple as, uh, as uh, San Andreas. You know, there's a bunch of craziness. That, that's a movie on. that I'm interested in because why? Uh, and by interested in, I mean I'm not gonna watch it. Interested to see how it does and how it's received. Did you ever see uh, the day after tomorrow? Day after based tomorrow, based on the Art Bell book, the one with this the weather patterns yes, in, in New, New York, York City. Yeah. I did see that. The yes, wolves. that's kind of what this is. This is one of those giant disaster films that is so ludicrous. Yeah. That, and I'm not <laughs> it saying is, that, it's insane. I'm not saying that, you know, something like The Day After Tomorrow couldn't happen in New York. Or but, this. But, I mean, this, it's all there. This San Andreas thing where you're actually seeing buildings in Los Angeles rise and fall 30 <laughs> stories. Uh, that wouldn't be the end of, and I know that the Paul Giamatti character is like, people on the East Coast, you're going to feel this too. Hey, guess what world you're going to feel yeah. this? <laughs> you know, if there's not a if there's not a tsunami warning in Beijing, you yeah. better run because that's what would happen. It's such a ridiculous movie. I, I have no interest but in the, seeing But the reason I'm interested in it is because Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne. formerly known as The Rock Johnson, yeah. is... A money-making blockbuster action yeah. film machine. Yes, and okay, pull down the money. And I am ashamed of myself for thinking he was all I could do because I saw this man on Saturday Night Live two weeks ago mm-hmm. and yeah. gave one of the most solid episodes of the entire year. Consistently, yeah. did you a, see a hilarious on, uh, man. Did you see him on uh, Jimmy Fallon's? Um, 
the lip sync. The lip sync. Yeah. Again, how his range is is, is he's really funny. I never. But he's thought also. He was do but that. he was also the tooth fairy. So keep that in mind. Yeah, he can he can work it down to the children films too. And so that's that, what I'm interested to see is throw one of the biggest action stars in movies right now into a film that looks. Look, not they, they didn't give much money. How much money is this thing going to make? Is what I'm wondering. It, it's been done time and time again. I mean, look at Armageddon. Uh, like I said, look at the, uh, the Armageddon had tomorrow. a lot of a star power. That's what I'm it, saying. Though. It had a lot of star power in it. Horrible movies. They made yeah. lots of money, but I mean, horrible movies. I mean, I would bet in five years, San Andreas is the Armageddon of our. Uh, oh, you think of so? Your generation. <laughs> yes. I mean, you you can take it back even further than that if you go back to you know what was the Irwin R. Scheister production of the Towering Inferno. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. These those things kind of, are huge. But Towering Inferno is a lot more realistic, and Poseidon Adventure is a lot more realistic than. <laughs> Did you just say realistic? Than San Andreas. About the the Poseidon Adventure. About a, a ship tipping over in the ocean. Yes. They're just. I mean, they're just. The same sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're that they have that huge cast with all of the names in it. I think that they could pull it off, presuming He's that people you know movie. don't do what we normally do these days and assume that we know what the movie is about beforehand. Sure. Well, I think they've given it away. <laughs> There's a giant earthquake, and it's the granddaddy of all earthquakes. And The Rock has to go and save everybody. I really hope. Yeah, but I mean, if you say Titanic is just about a boat sinking <laughs> too, that's true. I hope. In San Andreas, much like in the disaster film 2012, yes. there is a giant helicopter in the sky that the government has been building secretly to yes. arc away a few. <laughs> and I just hope that in San Andreas there is a uh, cut scene of John Cusack driving through a building. <laughs> driving up a building. Yes. I For just me, hope that there's lots of John Cusack. For me, April, oh, not April, May 15th, is one of the biggest days oh, of the summer yeah. because not only do we have Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. which just looks like an insane trip of a movie, you can then immediately exit the theater and go sing your heart out with Pitch Perfect 2. Yes, this is the movie that I want to see because I love Anna Kendrick with all yes. my heart. And everybody in that movie, that, that first Pitch Perfect movie, had such fun with the material I really want to see if the sequel is going to terribly suck. That Exactly. I am terrified this movie is going to be horrible. But if it's not horrible, I think it will be as good as the first one. As, as genre savvy as it was and as metastastic as that first movie was, I think they can pull it off. I think they have the talent to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is that one scene where they're getting together near the end and they're regrouping, and the two girls who don't have subplots, somebody says to them, it's like you weren't even here. <laughs> and she's like, we've been here the whole time, Stacy." I love that moment because at that point we're like, okay, there's nine girls in the group, but only six of them have storylines. Anna yes. Kendrick is in um, Into the Woods? Yes. Right? Yeah, she's yes. really good in that. Yes. I like that a lot. I finally saw that the other day. It's very good. And I thought it was really good, and it's got, uh, what's his name, who's on the late show? Uh, 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 Christopher, not Walken. Walkins. Buttons. Um, he was Thor man. No, no, no Captain Kirk man. No, uh, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine was in that. But yep. I'm talking about the guy who's uh, the new host of. Um, oh yes, James Corgan. Yes, guy was freaking awesome. Yeah, in that he's movie. great as the baker. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, I like that movie a lot. Uh, Mad so, yeah, Max maybe, Fury Road. How are we feeling about that. that? I am hoping that it is five hours of nothing but that giant chase scene that we've seen in the yes. trailers. And that guy and the crazy thing, like, oh, what a day! I'm, I am just hoping it is nothing but that. <laughs> I'm hoping it is, it starts with him already being captured by the bad guys, and then nothing but a straight-on chase all the way to the end of the movie. Now, I have not seen any of the Mad Max and This films. has nothing to do Does, with any do of I the need Mad it? Max films. <laughs> okay. Because, the, four, you know, the very first Mad Max film was he was a cop, uh, you know, oh. r- raging on this water war uh, thing, and then suddenly it turns into Thunderdome and all this other craziness that moves him far beyond just being a Australian yeah. cop in the oh. outback. <laughs> the Road Warrior is a really solid movie, though. Oh, yeah. No, no. That very first one is really good. Yeah. But uh, man, just the the craziness over the top stuff that looks that we've seen in the trailer for Fury Road looks definitely something fantastic. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're not even out of May yet. Tomorrowland I with George see that Clooney too. looks really interesting. This is based off of uh, a Disney World attraction. Is not that what it is? Really, What's happening not with that? Really, it's using the name Tomorrowland uh, uh, to talk about you know Tomorrowland at Disney World and Disneyland was this future look at the way tomorrow will be yeah. today. And the my favorite tomorrow beyond the uh, skylift and the monorail and and all that stuff. My favorite attraction at Tomorrowland was um, the Circle of Progress. Uh, was a great ride, but you know this is not really not really based on mm-hmm. any one attraction, but it is this idea of what would happen if all of these brilliant people got together, created the world of tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then it was hidden away in another dimension because people wanted to just tear it down and tear it apart. And crap, I like George they have, a lot. They, uh, the trailers for this film, I think, have been some of the best trailers to build excitement without really giving away much mm-hmm. at all. Because mm-hmm. I knew nothing going into Tomorrowland. I didn't know anything about it. But watching that first trailer, I was hooked. I wanted to know more. It's got Brad Bird directing, so yeah. there you go. He's done uh, Iron Giant, and he did uh, Incredibles. So, yeah, he um, used to play forward for the Celtics. And he was also <laughs> on Sesame Street. Uh, June 5th, the Entourage movie. Steven, did you watch oh, HBO Entourage? I am there. Talk about, we talked about this before, about <laughs> are there movies that, I, I was on Finally Friday, one of the other shows that we do in the mm-hmm. Major Spoilers Podcast Network. And someone asked, you know, do you go to the movies? Do you go to open and not, opening day movies? And, and it's like, right now I do not. But for Entourage, I might just be there opening night. And why? <laughs> what is it about Entourage that makes you want to be there? I don't know. There's just something about the characters and the situations and the fact that, you know, they are kind of peeling back the layers on things that go on in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's an interesting satire on Hollywood production. Okay. Uh, now, the last season wasn't the greatest uh, of Entourage. So I'm hoping the movie can pull it around and, and do right. something kind of cool. How long has it been since that movie or that Gosh, show was it's on? It's been like three years, four years. Oh, so it's like been that. super long. I was thinking it was like six or Oh, no, 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 no. Something. It's only been three or four years. Okay. Since, that's not uh, horrible. Let me see. Because uh, Entourage went for eight seasons, uh, 2004 to 2011. So, yeah, it's been four years. Okay. Now. Yep. Uh, Matthew, June 12th, yep. will you be celebrating my birthday by going and getting your Jurassic on with Jurassic World? Nope. No? Nope. Uh, did, did you uh, enjoy slash watch any of the previous Jurassic Park movies? <laughs> That's exactly I why never... we're not going to go see this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a Jurassic Park in theaters but I saw three and went, nope. I don't necessarily think mm. that I won't see Jurassic World. It's one of those, I'll catch it when it comes around on cable movies. Not even if it has Star-Lord 
uh, riding a uh, Velociraptor. He doesn't ride a Velociraptor. We don't know. They could they could be surprising us for the film, Stephen. Don't rule anything if, out. See, here's, this is the thing. My, yeah, go ahead. I love Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if it were literally Star Lord, they might have me, but it's not. It's Chris Pratt, and he's not going to have his Star Lord powers. So you know, I'd, if, if it were actually Jurassic World in space. Hell yeah, I'd go see it. <laughs> well, maybe it would be. Who knows? Maybe they created some planet of just... Here's the problem. If that's why they call it Jurassic From World. From the very first trailer, the very first image that I saw of Jurassic World, I'm like, oh, this is just a remake of Jurassic Park. Absolutely. Because every single Everything. plot point is Jurassic Park. And I've already seen Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park doesn't hold up well 35 years later, they, 25 years later. It's amazing how unashamed they are of saying hey look we remade jurassic bark but guess what there's new hybrid dinosaurs yeah and 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 i think that oftentimes when we look at 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 movies especially in the sequel area or the remake area it's let's make it bigger bolder more expensive more effects so really it's like if jurassic park was like a walnut uh jurassic world is a watermelon that's how bloated and, and how big they've kind of expanded it to make right. it bigger, stronger, faster. Also, there's a blue dinosaur that's going to kill everybody. But some people like... Yeah, some people do. Yeah. Uh, some people do. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that if people want to go see it. But, I mean, I saw Jurassic Park, and I saw what happened in Jurassic Park 2, and I said, see ya. But there you go. Uh, June 19th, Pixar has its movie release with Inside Out, Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, Mindy Kaling, Phyllis Smith, and Louis Black. A lot of voice actors in there. Interesting concept, diving into the mind concept. of a child and their emotions. Not just not just the mind of a child, though. You're going inside the mind of all the people that they're interacting with, mm-hmm. the parents. So what's really cool about this is that uh, it's the same character design in all three of the heads that we've seen so far. Yeah. And yet all the characters in the dad's world all have a mustache. <laughs> all the characters in the mom's world are all dressed pretty. All the characters in the, mo- in the kid's world are dressed and act this certain way, yet they're all voiced by the same actors, uh, which I think is really kind mm-hmm. of, of interesting from that standpoint. This is one that's a high, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's the right word, high concept idea, uh, but no, it's, really, it it's really out there as far as an idea, mm-hmm. and man, I really have to, I, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I'll probably take the kids to see it, of course, but it's one of those that, what was that movie that uh, had Chris Rock in it where you swallowed the pill and they had to go Osmosis and, Jones. Osmosis, Osmosis Jones. Jones. I this, love that movie. It's this fun. feels like Osmosis Jones, and I did not like oh, Osmosis you didn't? Jones. No. Uh, but here's not. the thing. And that's the thing that scares me. Before Up came out, we had those same worries about this weird movie full of balloons. And no, I think there was something whimsical about When I looked at it, I was like, oh, there's something whimsical about this. You know, I understand there's a lot of balloons lifting a house. You know, okay, that sounds like an interesting idea. I don't know why there's the little Cub Scout running around with this guy. <laughs> but, you know, I can go along with everything else. Um, but this one is just, I did see an extended, like, what did I see? Like the first, like, eight, five to eight minutes of something. It was a really extended look at this. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, They've got me hooked with the emotion part of it very early on in just that little bit that I've seen. I think we've got that at Majorspoilers.com, too. But I don't know. There's something about we're lost in the memory of our minds and we have to find our way back. It just seems like, oh, that's a big risk. I'm sure they'll pull it off. Hmm. But it just. Yeah, yeah this is. Is this something- of the other movie that opens this uh, that weekend? 
this one I'm less excited about. Is this uh, something that your daughter might be interested in, Matthew? Uh, possibly. I don't think she's is heard anything wheelhouse? about it. This is the first I've heard about it. So. Oh, really? Yeah, you no. should check it out. It looks, I mean, it's very Pixar looking, but uh, that trailer, when they actually go into the child's mind, the dad's mind, the mom's mm-hmm. mind, is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of sequels, Ted 2. Any interest at all there? Oh, you missed one that's yep. coming out on, what did, on June what did, 19th. What did, was June 19th? Fantastic Four. Didn't that come out no. June 19th? Yeah, no. June 19th. No, that's August. No, June 19th. It says right here. Uh, Fantastic Four, August 7th. Did they move it? Uh, are you sure it's not Fantastic Four 2? No, it's not Fantastic Four. No, two. it's Fantastic uh, Four. Everything I've seen I mean, lately. No, has okay, well, so the article, one of the articles you sent to us is wrong then because oh. it listed as June 19th. June 19th. That's what I'm looking at. August 7th is what the Yeah, Google. August 7th. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, so we'll get to that then. Okay, yeah. Uh, Ted, Ted two. 2. I'm looking forward to this movie. Did yeah. you see so you like the first one? I was very surprised at how emotionally engaging the first one was. And yes, it's a lot of Seth MacFarlane catchphrases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're fine with Seth MacFarlane catchphrases, as I am, it was actually a pretty enjoyable film. Oh, good. It wasn't incredibly predictable, which is fascinating. And it has such a weird premise to it. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically dirty jokes around something that people think is for kids. But, sure. I mean, that's Seth MacFarlane's career, basically. <laughs> <laughs> More sequels. July 1st, Terminator Genesis, spelled awkwardly. How are we feeling? Arnold Schwarzenegger looks young thanks to the magic of uh, incredible digital graphics. Well, he said the last movie sucked. He did. And it came out and said, oh, that movie sucked. (laughs) Um, So I don't know what they're thinking about this one, but it does have Matt Smith in it. Um, And uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. I don't any, know. Any, this, thing, this thing looks Again, no talk about a Remake. movie that you blow up and make it bigger and crazier than the time before. At, time before, the first one. Yeah, the very first, yeah, the first uh, Terminator. Then, yeah, that's the problem. The only thing that's really got me uh, got me by the neck and saying, hey, you're going to go see this, is it is time travel intensive. Oh. Whereas the last movie was not, I mean, there was no time travel involved, but this one is, yes, we're going back and we are interacting with Sarah Connor again, Mm -hmm. the original Sarah Connor, in a time before the events of the first Terminator took place. So, yeah, that kind of is interesting, but I don't know. To learn more about Skynet and to see Matt Smith as possibly being involved, the embodiment of Skynet, doesn't interest me very Mm -hmm. much at all. Matthew, yes or no for Terminator Genesis? Well, what about you skip that one and still on July 1st, you uh, strip down into little some skivvies, do a nice jiggy and watch Magic Mike XXL. I I won't I won't see that one in theaters, Mm -hmm. but I will see it. I will see. it. Yeah, I really like the first one. I watched the first one was completely surprised it was, it was awesome. way better yeah way different story than i was expecting now that might change if i can get my wife to sit down and watch magic mike first before this release date but yeah um i really enjoyed magic mike a lot and i want to see what they do with this i mm-hmm. hope they just don't make it a, a laugh of the previous one i hope they don't make it a parody of the first one i mean i love the trailer uh channing tatum just on his bench grinder just yeah, yeah. kind of humping that metal yep it's great Still uh, doing furniture making, right? 
I something like that. Yeah. I don't quite remember. That's what he did. But uh, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised and excited for Magic Mike XXL. I mm-hmm. was uh, super happy when I saw the sequel yep. was coming around. Um, again, just an, a crazy amount of sequels and spinoffs this summer. July 10th, Minions. So from the world of Despicable Me. So why this is this is going to be a big movie? Yes, because for kids. There's only one other movie that you could really go take them to see as a family film, and that is the um, Inside Out. Inside Out. And that is what? Uh, almost a month between 618 to 710, 619. So you got like yeah. three weeks beyond that. And when you look at the rest of the um, rest of the schedule, uh, except for maybe Pan, but that may be a little bit older than, um, than young kids stuff. Right. Minions is going to rake in the bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. My two won't shut up about it. Really? Oh no! Already they are. They, about are it? they have been ever since the very first trailer appeared in front of. Has there been a trailer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the three guys have to go out and explore the world. Yes. And there's it's minions. It is minions. And, and do they talk at all? Like, what's the deal? They don't banana. talk at all during. Nah. They won't shut up about. Banana. And that's the that's the movie. I don't know. Well, you hear them doing all their little uh-huh. stuff. So yes, no. These guys are insane for minions right now that, and they cannot wait for that movie to come down that interests me if they really just do minion talk the whole movie what are they gonna do i don't know that's are they what suddenly I'm gonna are they suddenly going to uh <laughs> turn to the camera to the camera and break the fourth wall reach into their mouth and pull out some something that's been like caught in toy? their mouth and yeah go, <coughs> oh well thank you everyone i've that's been caught in my throat for so long no yes. this is going to be interesting uh, but it's going to make a huge amount of money because as far as kids movies go where are the kids' movies? Mm-hmm. Where are the kids? Where are the movies for kids? Now, maybe there's something that's not listed here because they're not considered uh, the big tentpole blockbuster summer movies. But I'm pretty sure this is everything coming out this summer. Yeah, and there are only two young kids' movies, all ages movies, and that's Minions and Inside Out, and then Pan. But really, I think Pan's going to be too intense for kids. Mm. Hugh Jackman as as uh, Captain Hook. Right. That's scary. Okay, so Matthew, July 17th, Paul Rudd is in Ant-Man. Will you be going to theaters to see it? Not on July 17th, but if anything can get me into a theater, that movie can. Really? Is, it, yeah, is, this, more, is this the movie for the summer for you? This is, yeah, this is. I'm more excited about this than I am about Age of Ultron. Okay. But then again, I'm more excited about seeing Fantastic Four than I am about Age of Ultron because I have this fear that Fantastic Four is going to be a train wreck. But yeah, Ant-Man is the movie that I'm really looking forward to because Ant-Man is the one that everybody says is going to be the end of Marvel's dominance of the movie theaters. Have people been saying that? Some, yeah. I, I think when the first trailer came out, there was a sense of, oh, well, this isn't what we expect from Marvel movies. There's not much flashbang, boom, bah, woo. Yeah. And that's what they said about Guardians of the Galaxy, too. And I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I I think that this yeah this could be the movie that gets me into the you know air conditioning. Do you Depending. think? Do you think uh, either one of you on current buzz and just the clout of Marvel in their movies right now? Do you think this is a multi hundred million dollar movie? Oh yes, this is this is one will crack a yeah. billion dollars. You think this Ant-Man? is Ant-Man? I think Ant-Man, 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 will, Ant-Man will crack a billion dollars. If not, it will hit you know. Eight hundred and ninety million dollars. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Ant Man's going to make money right now based on the carryover. And I, I'm going to say that we're going to see a huge record with Avengers. I think you're looking at a million and a, a, a 
billion and a half to two billion dollars made off Avengers. Really? Yeah. That would how much would more than that? That's a, a couple uh, hundred million more than the first one. Uh, it's almost like a billion more than yeah. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think Avengers is going to be huge. Whew. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I think that I think that I'm I'm going to predict that you're looking at. $1.8 billion by the time it's all done, wow. if not $2 billion. I mean, so if you look at uh, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, two huge Marvel movies, throwing uh, Mad Max, I think, is going to make some good money. Yeah. You look at Jurassic World, you throw in some comedies, Minions, something like that. Are we looking at a really solid box office for the summer? Uh, I think we're looking at some some good peaks, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to see a big... I mean, there's something interesting coming out every week. Whether they'll all be successes, I don't know. Furious, uh, Furious 7 really surprised a lot of people, so that's a good start. Like I said, Avengers is, there's nothing around Avengers that um, is going to be able to compete. No. And so, like I said, they will rule for easily two weeks, if if not more. Uh, Mad Max will come in. Mad Max is not as well-known property. I mean, it's a well-known property, but it's not as well-known as Avengers is right now. Mm-hmm. So it will it will do fine. It will probably beat the opening weekend uh, when it comes out, but Avengers will be right behind it, uh, number two. Um, Poltergeist comes out on May 22nd. That'll be fine. Tomorrowland will be fine. Um, they'll probably, I think Poltergeist will do at least Mad Max money as well as will uh, Tomorrowland. Um, by the time you get to San Andreas and Entourage, nope, you're still going to see uh, Avengers in the number one spot a month later. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get down into Jurassic World. That'll be the only thing that'll top, topple Avengers uh, as being the big moneymaker at that point. Uh, I think that at that point, Avengers will slip down to number three and Jurassic World will be number one. Inside Out will be number two. Uh, that weekend, um, then you hit Terminator Genesis. I still think you're going to see, um, Jurassic world beat out Terminator on that weekend Mm -hmm. from one week to another. And then you've just got Ant-Man as the only other thing. And I don't think, I think Terminator is going to drop quite a bit, uh, the two weeks after it's open. I think people will be done with Terminator Genesis after week two. But you think minions will take box office when it comes out? I don't know. Oh, it'll definitely take the opening weekend. Oh, yeah. It'll it'll rule the box yeah. office on on that opening weekend. Uh, there's no doubt about that because that's where the parents are like, we haven't been able to take our kids anywhere the entire time. Mm-hmm. So Minions will rule that. But Avengers will still be making money by the time we hit the end of the summer mm-hmm. where people are going to be super excited about seeing the next Marvel movie wrapping up their year and... Ant-Man's going to be it. Mm-hmm. And so they'll flood back into the theaters to see Ant-Man. Matthew, what do you what do you think of the power of Kevin James, Adam Sandler, Peter Dinklage, and nostalgia of video games does for Pixels at the end of July? Have you seen anything about this? I've seen the bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I think that there is... I don't know. For me, there's something about it that feels very manipulative. It feels like it's a very cooked up sort of pre-made blockbuster thing. But Mm. um, having said that, I feel like I maybe kind of want to see it. Really? 
Probably when it comes around on cable. Um, so this started out as a short film by, I forget who the guy was. He was yeah, just goofing remember. around he just and was doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. And Adam Sandler saw it and bought it up right away and mm-hmm. then started production of it. Uh, it doesn't show what the production budget is on this. I don't know what Dinklage is going for these days as far as uh, box office monies. <laughs> uh, this has got Sony money behind it, which I don't know what all of the other Adam Sandler movies have as far as... Um, I don't remember. As far as who's doing them. Let's see, Grown Ups 2 has Sony behind it. So, uh, and the budget for that was 80 million for grownups too. So you're looking at an $80 million budget it's all right, probably and you're going to be looking at $110 million from the box office. It's yeah. not going to do really well. No, I, I'm, that's Sinclair one movie. Is doing that thing where he, he puts out movies and he puts out movies. Yeah. And, and he yeah. does. And he ends up making about $20 million per movie. This is a movie that I think could go sour on the box office. Cause I, I don't think, think <laughs> I mean, I mean, not even crack a hundred. Oh, it'll, it'll crack. You it'll, think? It'll, it'll crack a hundred. Sandler hasn't been putting out the best stuff recently. Well, well since uh, Happy Gilmore or whatever. Uh, but but even like money wise, I don't. How much did Grown Ups Two make? If you saw that up, <laughs> I think Grown Ups okay. Two did pretty well. Grown Ups Two uh, opening weekend uh, lifetime gross one hundred and thirty three million. So it's made forty million dollars on top of the eighty million dollar budget. Mm. He is good for. $20 million easily above budget mm. for every movie that he makes these days. Uh-huh. And, he's, and he's okay with that because he's making movies that's making money for the studio. So sure. if you're making five movies a year, there's an extra $100 million you can you can uh, put down on your ledger thanks to Adam Sandler by yeah. the end of the year. So, you know, he may not be making a lot of money, but a little bit goes a long way. Uh, Jack and Jill made $74 million on a... Uh, $79 million budget, 149 worldwide. So, oh. you know, he doubled his money there yeah. if you're looking at worldwide. And that's the other thing we need to t- take into account. That's oh, why sure. I'm talking about close to $2 billion yeah. for Avengers because b- by the time you hit some of those other countries that are hungry for this, man, mm-hmm. you're going to just see, I bet, well, I know that worldwide Avengers 2 will make more money than it does domestically. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but it's going to be significantly more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at Transformers, the... It, Dawn of Extinction or whatever this was. Mm-hmm. Age of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> the Age of the Dawn of the End of the... Yes, what was, that, what was the movie was called? Transformers? It was uh, Age of Extinction, Age, yeah. Age of Extinction. Uh, in the United States, a $210 million budget. Domestically, it brought in $245 million. So it just barely beat its budget, right? That's not talking about advertising or anything like that. But when you look at worldwide, 77% increase mm-hmm. um uh, 845 million dollars worldwide which put it over the billion dollar mark for mm-hmm. the year so for avengers to do twice that will not be surprising so in okay. answer to your question from earlier yeah this is going to be a big summer for m- movies that make money unfortunately it's going to be five money five movies that make the most money <laughs> uh is mission impossible still good to go after five movies now I watched nope. that. Still good. What was that one? Ghost Recon was the last one. Yeah, that's the one where he goes to Dubai. That was what Brad Bird also wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I surprisingly like that one a yeah. lot. I thought it was really good, and so I'm sure this one will do really good we- any, as well. Any interest from you, Matthew, on Mission Impossible Five? No, I didn't no. have any interest in Mission Impossible One. Oh well, there you go. And kind of getting to the end of blockbuster season, I think maybe one more out of this that could be. Uh, a nice money maker, uh, but August seventh, Fantastic Four from Fox Studios. I, I want to see that one. Yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah, uh, Matthew, you think this is going to be a late summer surprise, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy last year? 
I hope so. Um, I think that the problem that you're running into is that it's not a traditional Fantastic Four story uh, to the point where some people, why are they calling it Fantastic Four? It might be better as something else. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen, this is actually something that I'm interested in seeing. I'm interested in seeing their take on these characters, even if it turns out to be some weird body horror film that's not actually about superheroes at all. (laughs) It It will make as much money as Ted 2 does. Well, uh, yeah, I yeah. might make as much money as Ted two does. <laughs> no, I don't think Ted two is going to flop. I think it'll do 200, 300 million dollars. And I think that's, that's why I'm work. saying, I hope that I make as much money. <laughs> I, I think that fantastic four will make that much as well. Yeah. But you don't think it's going to take off like guardians? No, no, no. Too many people. I too think many naysayers. Too much, too much. I don't think it's too many naysayers. I think it's too much bad blood off the last three fantastic four movies. Uh, oh. Uh, the man from uncle comes out August 14th. Now, is this something, uh, a property you guys are familiar with? This is yeah. a classic TV spy yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with cla- the man from uncle? He is the man it's, from uncle. It's basically kind of a James Bond take yeah. only there's uh traditionally instead of having one guy, there was a kind of a Batman and Robin type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Napoleon solo. And still then a had, Russian still had uh, Robert Vaughn in it. Right. Right, Robert Vaughn, and then it had um, Ilya Kuryakin, who was a Russian agent, yep. who had turned, and of course, this is the height of the Cold War, so you had a Russian and an American working together. Yep, UNCLE stands for the United Network Command for Law and Enforcement. Uh, well, it's got Henry Cavill, Superman, mm-hmm. Army Hammer, mm-hmm. uh, a Winkle Boss. Are they making it a comedy, or are they making it a straight-up uh, action drama? I honestly do not know. Yeah, I, I think I saw an, uh, uh, a teaser image. And it just looked like it was from a different. Now era the nice of time. thing is, it is set in the 1960s. So mm-hmm. there you go. That'll be very interesting. That will that actually knocks it up a couple of levels for me, as far as interest goes. Um, but it it's oh, it actually went up a couple more notches because I forgot Guy Ritchie is attached to it. So yeah, I'm gonna go see this one. Great. And then I the last movie that I'm really interested in this first summer, uh, Straight Outta Compton, just because I think the trailers <laughs> look super awesome. Uh, Besides, and you know, you know, now that you've seen Do the Right Thing, you know what it's a reference to. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's kind of what... Is that the big, documentary? No, it's the it's the narrative film. Oh, okay. All yep. Right. It's even got... Uh, but it's all about NWA, though, right? Yeah, it's okay. even got Ice Cube's Paul Giamatti, playing, I think oh, Paul Giamatti yeah. is playing Easy e Yep. Cool. Uh, so that's pretty much all the big blockbusters for summer 20. 15. Are you guys feeling overall positive about this summer? Well, I think we're going to have a very busy Zach on film summer because we, we will be covering a lot of these. We used to do these at the major spoilers, um, uh, summer blockbuster, which who's it? <laughs> yeah, whatever extra bonus, yeah, uh, bonus extravaganza. Stuff. But this year we're going to be doing a lot of these as just part of Zach on film reviews since we've been doing a lot mm-hmm. of those. So we will be getting to, uh, Avengers will probably be the one that kicks it off. Then yeah. we'll do Mad Max. Uh, Poltergeist, Tomorrowland. Um, I just want to do Entourage because it's Entourage. <laughs> we'll probably do Jurassic World. Uh, you want to do Magic Mike XXL? Oh, totally. All right. And Terminator Genesis, Ant-Man, and Fantastic Four. So there's there's your 10 movies yeah, probably for, for the summer that we'll be doing. Are they going to uh, be on Zach the same on week? Some of them maybe. Well, no, I don't. I, we'll probably. Yeah, we'll if see we do what that, we're going to do. We'll plan yeah, a we'll, schedule. We'll, yeah. Because, uh, let's see, 
Magic Mike and Terminator come out July 1. It's two weeks before Ant-Man comes out, so we can stagger those if we have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure something. We'll figure yeah. out a schedule. We'll work something out. But those will be the 10 movies that we'll review as the uh, Zach on Film Summer Blockbuster extravaganza. And there you have it. There's our discussion over the coming films for this week. You heard us talk a little bit about the summer plans for Zach on Film. We're going to be heading out to the theaters, reviewing those new release, new releases. New releases is a word I have problems. Probably I can't talk at all. There, that's just what it is today. Uh, we're going to talk, take a look at all the new releases coming out this summer. Something we haven't done on Zach on Film uh, really before ever. So it's kind of this new journey and this new format uh we'll get a scheduled out and laid out what films we're going to be doing and how we're going to go about doing that because it kind of suck if it was a week late uh especially if we had two films in a week but i don't know there's a lot of details you don't need to hear me rattle through them on my brain in the middle of the show uh but i want to know what your thoughts are for the coming summer blockbuster season what are you looking forward to do you have any guesses what that summer dark horse is? I think the, that dark horse last year was obviously Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think people thought it was going to blow up as much as it did, even though it had the name Marvel behind it. So let me know. Zach at MajorSpoilers.com on Twitter at ZWolf. Wolf with the two O's because that's how we do. Uh, now it's time for a listener call-in from Big Jim. He's calling in from his own personal hangar. Uh, he's going to give his thoughts about our conversation last week between Ashley and I about crowdfunding. And uh, let's take a listen. Show starts in one minute. Hey, Zach. It's Big Jim, and I'm just calling in this week to talk about last week's episode with Ashley and the question about crowdfunding when it comes to celebrities putting it in for their own projects uh, versus you know the average common man, if you will. And my take on it is probably somewhere in the middle. And here's the reason why. One, sometimes these celebrities, they come from franchises. And these franchises are, well, they're dormant, but they have a really strong fan base. It's hard to turn around and show the studios that the fans really would care enough to go out and see a movie or see a TV series if they don't turn around and actually engage the fans And the best way to do that, honestly, is put your money where your mouth is. So I saw this with Veronica Mars, and unfortunately, I think this is the only way we're going to ever see a Star Trek series back on television, is if we were to go and crowdfund a serious contender in these series and these movies. Um, Now, on the flip side, I did contribute to Con Man, and I don't feel bad about it, because to me, that was kind of a personal thing. Um, I never really watched Con Man... Uh, or I should say Firefly, when it originally came out. I I watched it after it came to Netflix, and honestly, I said, well, this was a great series. Why did they cancel this? And then I started reading about why it got canceled. And you know what? I think it's one of those things that makes sense. Uh, had they come to Kickstarter or Indiegogo or one of these other crowdfunding campaigns to talk about the X-Files, I think you wouldn't have seen six episodes. I think you would have seen a whole series funded again. Uh, It's a gauge of being able to look and see what the crowdfunding is with regard to will people actually watch this and are people going to put their money where their mouth is. That being said, I also contributed to Red Shirt Diaries and I contribute to Major Spoilers Podcast and I contribute to Daily Tech News Show and I contribute to all these other Patreons that I'm a very proud uh, backer of. 
I put my money where my mouth is. And I think that's what most people do is they love something, they enjoy something, they want to see it, they're going to put their money where their mouth is. Now that being said, when I invested in Conman, I turned around and I saw, hey, you might also enjoy this. I looked, I looked at it and I said, you know what? This rocket book thing looks really amazing. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and back it. And I backed it and I'm proud that I backed it. There's other things out there that kind of lead you to, hey, this might be of interest to you. Now, that being said, I'm not made of money, so please don't everybody come to me looking for cash. But you know what? If you're going to come up with a good project, you're going to come up with a really good idea, pitch it to us. Because you know what? The worst thing that's going to happen, nobody's going to buy it. From Hangar 18, I'm Big Jim. Thanks for calling in, Jim. Along with your call, I would say that I, th- I understand the argument for using crowdfunding as a gauge for fan interest, but I think we've already seen better means for studios to gauge interest through social media. I mean, X-Files is coming back to TV not because of crowdfunding campaign, but because of a hashtag started on a podcast. Uh, Kevin Smith raised money to make Tusk, or at least decided he was going to raise money to make Tusk because of Hashtag walrus, yes. So we have these things in place now that can gauge fan reaction. I mean, if you follow Nielsen ratings, they're not only giving their ratings now, they're giving social media uh, ratings, like how many things are, how many people are tweeting about a certain event. That's being calculated into all these factors now. So social media is a huge, huge player in that. And I think it would be really disingenuous if a studio started using a crowdfunding as a means to gauge interest. Um, maybe we could talk about that a lot, but I, I think that is kind of worse than just using it to make the thing instead of using it to make one thing to spur on other things. I think there's different ways they can go about doing that besides having fans give money. But that's just my own opinion. I, but I do think there's one thing we can all agree on, that uh, ultimately people do vote with their dollars like you and Ashley and I have said. And I think we can mostly all agree that crowdfunding is a great tool that has put unique creations into the public sphere. And uh, that's all because people like you and people like me and people like the rest of listeners for Zach on Film have given up their own personal money so a creator can make something. And I think that's an amazing thing. And I hope that never goes away. I also got another interesting email this week in my inbox. Um, what a, a, a listener, a listener wrote in David Stewart. Uh, David is a teacher at a university, but he wrote in because he's actually been making independent films for oh geez, when he says like two decades now. And he actually gave me a link to one of his films. I wanted to share with you all so you can go in and watch David's film. I, he said he shot this over 10 years ago, but he just put it on YouTube. He said some of the other's work has been picked up for distribution through Netflix and other outlets. So maybe this will be your uh, inertia to go and look up more of David's stuff. Support listeners of the Zach on Film community. That's pretty awesome. So you can find that link to his film over on YouTube in the show notes for this episode and over at Majorspoilers.com. If you're making anything that's awesome, too, you should totally send it to me, and I'll totally put it out in the podcast so people can uh, be directed to where they can watch your cool, 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 cool thing. And look at that. It is the end of another episode of Zach on Film. We have thoughts over the discussions taking place in this episode. Send them to me. 
email Zach at Majorsports.com, Twitter at ZWolf, or you can also comment. I forgot what the other third option was. You can comment over at Majorsports.com on the podcast posting page. You always give your thoughts there, or you can head over to the subreddit. You know, articles are going up there. People are talking, uh, giving their opinions, and they make it on to the show. Your voice needs to be heard. The show is just better when other people are contributing. I just like it so much. I think other people should get involved. I love it so much. Send an email, send a tweet, and uh, we'll have a film conversation. Uh, so if you listen over on iTunes, you know, do maybe do do me a solid. Do me a, do me a fist bump and uh, give the show a rating, leave a comment, uh, just so other people can more easily find the film if they're not a part of the wonderful major spoilers community already. That is the end of the show. Once again, I will say I will be in Las Vegas next week. So if you will be there for NAB or you just happen to live there in general, happen to live there. If you live there, uh, hit me up. Uh, I'll have some free time in the evenings and stuff. And uh, we, we can have a Zach on film meetup. We can all have a have a drink or whatever. And we can talk about film. Or maybe we can just go watch a movie. I actually thought about that today. I don't know what's coming out this week. Uh, we'll go watch a movie in a sweet, sweet theater. That will be most definitely better than the one I have to watch here in Hayes. So that's it. We'll see you next week on Zach on Film.